0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlenCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 256 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we've got a follow-up from our time together last week. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine Courages You is coming to you with Psalm 1, Part 2. That's what's coming up next. Next. family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with another podcast on the go. Now, this is a continuation podcast. The last time we were together, uh, the Lord had given me the thought to talk through Psalm 1. And I had talked about uh, when Psalm 1 became a part of my life and how much more it is dear to me because of the fact that I have Jesus now down on the inside. I learned it or I read it and learned it as a young teenager and how much more meaning it has. So what we'll plan to do is let's do a quick synopsis of what we've covered so far and then we'll go into the remainder. As the Lord says the same for Psalm 1. Now, I have to confess to you all that when I was recording the podcast last week, my thought was is that I would read and exhort uh, through Psalm 1, you know, in one setting. But it got good to me, BCU fam. (laughs) Ooh, that word got good to me. And I, I just had to go on and continue. But that's what God's plan was. And his plan is always the best. So with that, let's talk about what we've talked about and then take it from there. So Psalm 1 and 1 reminds us that the blessed man or person, because this applies to anyone, is one that doesn't walk in the counsel or take the counsel of those who do not know God, because very often, more often than not. Their counsel, BCU fam, is not going to line up with the word of God. So if we're taking their counsel, it's going to take us outside of the word of God. So if we're walking in their counsel, it's going to walk us outside of what God says. And that is certainly not what we want to do. Nor stands in the way of sinners. So what the psalmist is saying here is is that we don't want to stay so long with those who are sinners we're either sinners or we're not right you're either saved or you're not we don't want to continue to be in the presence of those who don't know god because we will pick up their ways and habits if we're not careful if we're not allowing the spirit to reign and rule now i say this also bcu fam is that this is not to say that we can't interact with those who are not saved we don't go to that extreme because we're in the world but we're not of it and some of our unsaved uh the people that we interact with they are unsaved family members and friends and neighbors and co-workers and we can't win people to christ if we don't interact with them now interacting is very different from me standing in the way, meaning that I am you know hanging out with the people that are not knowing the Lord or sinners so much so that I start to pick up their habits, that I start to maybe not be as as honest. You know, because I'm watching what they're doing and because I'm allowing myself to become uh, infected and infiltrated with some of the things that I should not be. So we we know with God's help, you know, when we are to interact and for how long and what settings to be in and things like that. So you all follow what I'm saying? We can go and celebrate granny's birthday with the family. <laughs> we can do that. Now, at a certain point, we may need to head out of there, Right. Uh, but, you know, we, we're not going to not go unless the Lord directs us otherwise because we don't want to interact with people who are unsaved. All right. So there's that. And then sitting in the seat of the scornful. Now, I find this verse very interesting because someone who is a scorner is a person who likes to mock God, mock the Bible, mock people of faith Uh, They make fun of them and things like that and I see this in the entertainment industry If that's what you want to call entertainment and at one point uh, I was with that and with maturity The Lord has grown me up out of that and there are certain things that should not be ridiculed or mocked or made fun of I'll leave it there BCU fan, but we don't want to sit in that seat That's not a good seat to sit in (laughs) and we'll find out why in just a little bit now Verse number two tells us, but uh, his delight, the one that's blessed, is in the law of the Lord, and that's what we meditate in day and night, and that means that we need to spend prime time with the Lord in his word so that we know what it says, and we can rightly divide it and apply it as circumstances present themselves. So when we are feeling weary in our spirits, when we feel like we're just under attack, We can say many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. We can say that I am going to hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle in Exodus 14 and 14. We can say that all things, hallelujah, work together for good for them who love the Lord and those who are the call according to his purpose in Romans 8, 28. We can say that. We can say in Psalm 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. So we can say that. We can say, I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord that made the heaven and the earth, the heavens and the earth. And that I believe is Psalm 121 and 1. So when we have the Word of God down on the inside, when we meditate on it, it becomes a part of us so that when things present themselves, we can present the word and be comforted with that. Now, with that comforting BCU fam comes another blessing because Uh, The psalmist goes on to say in the third verse that we will be like a tree planted by the river of water and the rivers of water, rather, that brings forth fruit in his season and that the leaf on this tree will not wither and whatever we do will prosper. And when you think about a tree that's planted by the water, when you think about the word that nourishes and sustains us, it keeps our leaves evergreen. It keeps our countenance in a place where we're not always sad or upset or angry or we've got this this mood swinging type of of attitude going on where people don't know one day to the next if they're going to get the nice (laughs) person or the not so nice person. Now, let me be clear that there will be days and times and situations where we don't always feel our best, where sometimes We are downcast in our spirit and that it may come across in our actions and in our thoughts and in our countenance. It's not a place that we stay because we go back to that water. We go back to the word of God. And as we pray and ask the Lord to help us, then he will do just that so that our fruit will come forth in the right season. And again, uh, what we do according to God's will is going to prosper. So. This brings us to the last three verses, and now there's the contrast. Verse number four says, the ungodly are not so. So they're not going to be like the tree. They're not going to have fruit. They're not going to be fruit-bearing trees. They're not going to be evergreen, and what they do is not going to prosper. They are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Now, it has been a while since I have studied about wheat and chaff and the chaff what i remember off the top of my head is that there's a process when the wheat is harvested and what happens is is that the wheat is i think it's called winnowing and i believe that the wheat is sort of put onto a round surface and sort of thrown down in a hard way and what happens is is that the wheat is separated from the chaff so the chaff is on the outside the wheat all the good stuff is on the inside and what happens is, is that in that winnowing process, uh, any sort of wind is going to drive the chaff away. And if I had to give you a visual, BCU fam, for those that may not be as familiar, I would bring you to a, a cob of corn. And I want you all to imagine, you know, going to the grocery store or to the farmer's market or even just out into the garden for those that, that have uh, corn, fresh corn in your gardens and know that there's a husk on the outside of the corn, right? And you have to pull that husk down in order to get to the goodness on the inside. So with the wheat, it's, it's similar with the exception that what's on the outside, that chaff is not as hard to get off. As a matter of fact, just as the scripture says, the least it doesn't have to be a huge win, the least little wind, because that chaff is so light and feathery, it will blow it away. Now, when you think about that, the ungodly are like the chaff, which the wind drives away. So the least little thing is gonna drive that, that person, that ungodly person away. So they don't know where their end is gonna be. They don't know when that wind is gonna pick them up and carry them out. So we don't want that. We want to be solid and we want to be uh, in a place where we are like the tree versus the chaff. So I don't want to be ungodly. I'm going to stick with Jesus. All right. Now, verse number five says, therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in judgment. And I, I was reading in I believe it was the Amplified version that says will not stand unpunished in judgment. Now. I, I, I don't want to be any place where God is handing out punishment uh, where I can't recover from it. Now, being chastised here on this side of heaven is to keep us from being punished eternally. So with the ungodly, if God is not with you, you there's no way that you're going to escape and and go unpunished. So that's not what we want, BCU fam. We want to stay with you with Jesus. Now, uh, verse five goes on to say, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So there's no way God knows who is, who, whose are his, he knows who his children are. And while um, we can, people can kind of plant themselves in the congregation, so to speak, as if they're righteous, the wheat and the tear, right? God knows which is the wheat. Hi, you all see that? And knows which is the tear. So he knows the chaff, he knows the wheat. He knows the goats, he knows the sheep. So we don't have to spend a whole lot of time trying to figure all of that out. God knows who's who, and he's going to do the separating. All we need to concentrate on is if we are in the right place. So we want to be wheat. We want to make sure that we are the sheep. We want to be sure that we're doing everything that God tells us to do. We want to be the righteous. Amen. And look at verse number six. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. He knows which way we take. Uh, Our steps are ordered from him. Uh, He knows everything about us. He's a good father. So whatever it is that he has for us is the best plan. We may not always understand it. And quite frankly, we may not always like it right? We may not always, but it's always going to be the best. So he knows the way that we take, and that's all purposeful. And then verse number six leaves off and says, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And when I think about that, BCU fam, again, it goes back to the ungodly. It's, it's only one of two sides. You're either godly or you're not. You're either righteous or you're not. You're either holy or you're not. And for the way of the ungodly to perish, that just says the way of the wicked, uh, that sounds to me... Like eternal separation from God. So the way of the righteous leads right to Christ into heaven and to all the good things. And the way of the ungodly is going to lead to nothing but the lake of fire. And that is not a place where we want to be. It's a road to ruin, to regret, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that is not what we want at all. So Psalm 1 just reminds us, it's a good reminder, and this is a good word for us to meditate on, for us to stay on the Lord's side so that we are established, that he directs our paths, and that I will get what we are to get down here. The Lord will bless us here, and then he's going to take us on to heaven for our final reward, and that's what we're looking for. Amen? Amen. Man, yes, Lord. So, with that, BCU fam, we are going to get ready to wrap up. And I am very prayerful that you enjoyed uh, our Psalms 1 exhortation. I know I did. It was a blessing, and I praise God for it. So, let me know what your thoughts are. What you can do if you're not already on the blencouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Head down to the comment section. Let us know your thoughts, and we can continue our conversation. So with that, BCU fam, this is Blend from BlaineCouragesYou.com here signing off. Thank you all so much for listening and for your prayerful support. And until the Lord has us together again, may he bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.